0: Today, you are listening to Think Again Christian, where pop culture and Christian traditions collide with biblical truth, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, pastor of Ravensdale Bible Church and superintendent of Rainier Christian Schools, Tony Jamie. Rethinking, reexamining concepts, ideas, traditions, beliefs in our culture and our Christian circles. Today we're going to talk about the lion and the gazelle. No, this is not a National Geographic show, um, but we're going to talk about the concept of the lion and the gazelle in a, a little article that I was given years ago as a, as a salesperson that really had a profound uh, impact on my life, and, and I've used it every day since. So I think I've been using it now for probably about 15 years. Before I get to that, I want to ask you a question. Do you struggle with focus or purpose? Or are you just, you know, getting up every day and kind of just going through the motions? Well, I see this a lot as a pastor. I see this a lot as people in my congregation come to me and, and struggle with these, these issues. But I also see it as an educator and as superintendent of, Ravens, of, of Rainier Christian Schools, uh, a major concern is, is the direction that, that our students are, are taking or have, or more accurately, don't have for life. Um, see, we, we know that when students have direction, that, that they thrive. I mean, we, when you meet a young person who, who knows what they want to do, they want to be a lawyer, they want to be a doctor— uh, last few years we 've had a couple young men that want to be in the naval Academy. It is amazing to see how focused um, how many different things they can get done and and, and trust me when I say this it, it's it 's not an issue of intellect we 've had plenty of students that were smarter than our our naval academy students but but these two young men just had that drive and that that dream and that desire to to be there and, and they uh, bent over backwards and, and did all kinds of extracurricular things to accomplish that goal because they had that clear direction. I also think of our our music students or our athletes. Uh, usually, they you know they have to not only do their you know their their schoolwork and um, you know we we like to say that that our students are are Christian student athletes and so they have spiritual obligations they have academic obligations and they also have athletic obligations and and yet because of their love and and their passion their desire for for music or 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 sports it's amazing the the things they can get done and especially when you see some of them that go on to to get some form of scholarship but the sad part is when we see students with no direction and see it's it's kind of like that you know, that illustration of, of, you know, the, the rower in the middle of the river, you know, and, and, the idea is, well, if you stop, you know, rowing in the river, then you'll just stand still. Well, no, that, that's a myth. That's, that's, that's a lie. You know, we want to rethink that kind of, of concept because if you stop rowing, you actually start going backwards. And so in education, we see that to be very, very true with the students that just don't seem to have any direction. They just think, well, I'll just, float along for a little bit. Well, as they're floating along, they're actually going backwards where other students are accelerating and going you know, way past them forward. But there's other students that are just doing just enough paddling to have another competitive edge against them. And before they know it, it doesn't take very long, but they're way behind. And then they start getting involved in and other activities or other forms that are very destructive all because they just didn't have a, a a focus. Keep in mind, everybody, everybody has a group, right? Everybody has a bird of a feather that they flock together. And so er everybody in school is going to find and identify and hang out with, with that group that um, best associates with them. And when they don't really have one, then that they tend to, cling to a lower common denominator. And so I thought of this, this uh, story that I, I came across years ago, and the, and the story is about the lion and the gazelle, and, and maybe you've heard this before, but every morning in the jungle of Africa, the gazelle wakes up looking for food and staying away from its predators. Now, if the gazelle doesn't begin the day by being ready to run, he could either, one, become food for the lion, or not escape to find his next meal. Now, the same morning, every single morning in the jungle, the lion wakes up. He, too, is looking for food. And once he spots his meal, he must be prepared to run after it. Uh, The gazelle is is fast and crafty and, and desires not to be eaten. But, see, it doesn't matter whether you're the lion or the gazelle. When you wake up in the morning, you better be running. You better be running. And see, we tend to think in terms of well, I don't really need to run. Or maybe I'll run tomorrow or the next day and maybe I'll take today off. I mean, could you imagine, you know, you're you're sitting there in the jungle and you know, you're you know, a big lion and you're looking for your food and you just come across a, a pack of, you know, lazy gazelle, right? And they see you coming, but they just think, man, I'm just it's <laughs> You know the Monday night football game last night went too long, and I'm tired, and I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping in today. Um, that's not going to work because the lionesses don't care. They're 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 going to go after the the biggest slowest gazelle in the bunch, and if they're just laying around doing nothing, then they'll go eat them. They've got a job to do to 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 feed their cubs, and so there are no breaks. It, there's no breaks. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, vacations and that kind of a thing. And this is what makes vacations amazing is because, you know, we do get this this break, right? But for 99% of us, even when we're away, we still do something that has to do with work. Uh, some kind of preparation, some kind of thought, some kind of, you know, nowadays with emails or call-ins. I mean, we, you know, we've got these magic devices that, you know, with our phones and they're a blessing and a curse, right? Because now everybody knows You have a phone and on that phone is probably your entire outlook and email agent. And you know what? I need some help and I need you to help me right now. I don't care that you're on vacation. There's no such thing. And so, you know, as we live through life, we realize that, hey, every day we're running. Now, thank the good Lord. I'm not a lion or a gazelle. Um, You know, the summers in Africa are just too hot. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm a Southern California boy and I like the sun. But oh man, there's nothing better than Washington, especially in the summer. It's it's perfect—not too hot, not too cold. Goldilocks, she would have loved it here. It's just right. And so today, I want to talk about just kind of four ways to run, four ways to run as 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 a believer. You know, give me some direction, Tony. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, you want me to get up and, and you want me to run. What do you want me to do with that? Well, here are four quick things that that I do to prepare myself for for the daily grind spiritually. Uh, one is I you know I give I give God glory and honor. Two is is well number one is I give God honor. Number two is I, I give God the glory. And then number three I, I I give God respect. And then number four is I give God praise and. While all similar, they're they're all a little bit different, and so so let me explain. When we talk about giving God honor, you know, you honor the Lord just by directing your daily attention to Him. It, it's it's one of the most dishonoring things that we do is when we just neglect and forget God. We just wake up every day, we don't read, we don't pray, we don't talk to Him. I imagine if 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 this were your wife and and and. You know, Maybe a way to, to judge your your relationship with, with God is to, to think about it in terms of that husband-wife relationship. And imagine you just went day upon day upon day where you, you never communicated with your wife. You didn't talk to her. You didn't pray with her, for her. You didn't hang out. You didn't commune. Um, you didn't visit. And, you know, once a month, you show up for an hour, you pop in, you pop out. You know, minor, um, you know, involvement, and that's that. That is that would not work. I don't know why we think that works with with our God. And so, just by simply uh, getting up every morning and, and reading His Word on a daily basis honors Him. Do you have any idea what you're saying to God when you wake up and the first thing you do is is, is you get into the Word? You're telling God, I th- I think that you are the most important. Thing in my life, and, and and I want to know what the way you think, and I want to think the way you think, and so I want to be in your word. I want to read your manual. I want to read your manual over and over and over again, so that I operate this machine, my life, the right way. And so I'm going to honor God with daily reading, and then I'm going to give God glory. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give glorification to God, not myself, because you know what? I didn't really get this this promotion. I didn't really you know get this amazing wife and kids. I mean, this is something that, that the Lord's done for me, that the Lord's done for you. And I want to give God his glory, his proper due for the things that he's done. He is the, the creator and orchestrator of the universe. He made you, he deserves glory for that. And then in doing that, I I want to be, I want to make sure that, that I respect God. You know there there's certain people in this world that we just naturally respect right we we respect kings we 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 respect athletes we respect uh, you know people of prominence we we give them respect the CEO of the company or the organization we give them respect do we give God respect? how do we give God respect? one of the best ways that I can think of a, giving God respect, and in this I mean giving Him our full, complete attention, devotion, is through prayer. And there's no limitation to prayer. There's no limitation on when you do it, how you do it, what time. It's awesome. You know, the Scriptures call us out to be, you know, unceasingly in prayer. And so pray in the morning. Pray in the noontime, pray at night. One of, the, one of the best habits that I've gotten into is when somebody tells me, you know what, hey, this is happening in my life, can you pray for me? I, I immediately write it down. Uh, I used to write it down on my hand, but then my, my wife didn't really like that since I'm not four years old, right? But but I knew if I wrote it down on my hand that I wasn't going to forget to pray. And then I I pray first chance I get. So as that person's talking to me, Um, if I walk away and turn the corner, you know, I might start praying because I want to make sure that that, that I honor that and, and pray. And so, you know, give God your respect by praying. And then what can we pray about? Praise him. You don't know what to pray about? Praise God. Give him that thankful heart. And so, you know, all day long, you can just be just be thanking God, just praising God. If it's not for something in your life, think about other people. Think about praising God for your family, your friends, uh, events that are going on in the world, a book you just read, a, a missionary that you heard about, you know, a story that you read in the Bible. Just, Just praise God. And so those are four quick ways that you can begin the daily grind by running. We're going to take a break now, but when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation about the lion and the gazelle and running every morning. Since their small beginnings in 1963, the ministry of Rainier Christian Schools has been dedicated to educating and developing each of their students for the glory of God. And it's more than just a school. Rainier Christian Schools is actually an entire school district with three schools serving the areas of Kent, Auburn, Covington, Renton, and Maple Valley. The Christ-centered environment weaves God's truth through everything they do, from top-notch academics all the way through their competitive sports programs. Learn more at at RainierCSD.org or call 425-255-7273. That's 425-255-7273. Contact Rainier Christian Schools today. Welcome back. You're listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, Tony Jamie. Every morning in the jungle, the lion and the gazelle wake up, go through some yoga stretches, and then they start running for their lives. If it's the lion looking to uh, get his food, which is the gazelle, then he better be running fast because those gazelles can fly. And the gazelle, not wanting to be eaten by their friendly foe, the lion, they better be running. And so we look at this uh, little example and we, we ask ourselves, how, how can this be applicable to our lives, and so I had, had just mentioned earlier. There's there's four ways that I try to do this, just spiritually. And then when 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 I wake up, I you know there's four quick things I do. I you know I give honor to God, I give glory to God, respect to God, and, and, and praise to God. One of the first things that I usually do is I, I start wiggling all my toes and fingers, right? And then I take a deep you know breath through my nose, and I I look around the room, and I realize, oh man, I am so blessed that that I have. You know, all all my facilities are in order, right? And and I give God glory for that, and I thank Him for that because He made me, and He certainly could put some kind of blessing upon my life that would make me a better person. Because maybe I had one eye or four fingers or something like that, and uh, you know, I'm pretty happy to have all my facilities. And so I I came across across this story years ago, as I mentioned, uh, as a salesman and. You know, as a salesman, I was in a you know, pretty hardcore environment and, you know, we had numbers that we had to keep. And, you know, I'm very thankful for the experience that I had in, in with this company called Money Mailer. Money Mailer is a direct mail advertising company. They send coupons uh, to people's homes and uh, you probably get this at, at your home right now. And so as a, as a young person, I, I was an athlete uh, in school, and this organization, this group, they like to hire athletes because they figured, hey, they were competitive guys, and they were willing to, you know, work hard, work long, and you know, hopefully, they would we would have the 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 right character makeup. And so, the group I was with, they like to hire athletes, and so I didn't know anything. I mean, I was I was a jock that I knew how to hit a baseball, um, and that was about it. And so. One of the things that this company was amazing at is they would send us to all kinds of seminars and and just uh, training conferences, and they worked really really hard to to make sure that that we were well trained. And one of the the programs that we went through talked about this idea of the lion and the gazelle, and then we put to 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 heart a practical application of this through through our daily goals because every day we need to be running. And one of the reasons why you need to be running is because it, it's not like you just live on on an island all by yourself. I mean be one thing to to wake up every morning and be the lion and just say, you know, I don't need to run anywhere, there's nothing to run after. Right? Or if you're the gazelle, there's there's nowhere no one for me to run away from, so I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. Well, we don't live in a vacuum. Uh, all around us there, there's some kind of competition. There, there's 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 something that's in opposition. Uh, that's, that's working against us, if, if, if you want to put it that way. And so as a salesman, we always have competitors. We always have other people who are, who are calling on customers. And so I, I was always driven by that to, to think in terms of, whoa, if, if, if I don't call on that, that prospective client, then, then somebody else is. And there's 10 other competitors in the area. And so I have to work 10 times harder than they do because I have to compete against the 10 to my one. And so that really motivated me, and, and and you know we 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 had a whole system. You know we would spend all day on Mondays uh, making about two hundred phone calls, and we would set our appointments, and and then when we would go to our appointments, we figured, hey, if, if you spent two hundred calls, you're going to get twenty appointments, which means you're going to make five sales, and 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 that's the formula, and that formula, you know, was was. True to the to the ultimate end. Well, what that meant was, every morning you had to get up and and run. I mean, to make two hundred calls was, you know, that wasn't fun. Uh, we tried to make it fun. You know, we would have our headsets on and you know play catch as we were talking and you know that kind of a thing. But but it was it was a grind. It was it was grueling. But if you made those two hundred calls, you knew you would get the appointments. If you got the appointments, then, then you knew you would, I mean, I didn't know anything about sales. I didn't even know anything about the product, but you just, you know what, you put yourself in 20 people that, that need what you do and five will say yes. Um, it just happened that way. And so I learned, I learned that every day I, I, I had to be the one running and, and if I wasn't running the fastest, then somebody else was going to catch up and somebody else was was going to eat me. Um, I also learned to to apply that, you know, I, I immediately took that to make an application to that, to my life spiritually. And I wanted to make sure that each and every day in order to to survive, that I was running the race, running the race. And we'll talk about that a little bit more um, as we go. But the the scripture that really came to my mind is, you know, you're, as, as I came to the line, the gazelle, and, and you know, it's obvious because it's, got the word lion in it, was, was 1 Peter 5.8. And 1 Peter 5.8 then becomes a great warning. Now, the, here, here's the question. Do you believe it? That's always going to be the question when we, when we think about the Bible. And that's really the biggest stumbling block that we have is that, honestly, if we're really, really honest, we just decide, yeah, I don't really believe that. I don't really believe that, that Satan is, is prowling like a roaring lion looking to see whom he may devour. Because if you did, you would live differently. I mean, if you really did, then you would run, you wake up and be ready to run like the gazelle. You're the gazelle and Satan's the lion. Are you running? Are you prepared? The Bible very clearly warns us that not only is there a devil, a, a literal devil, uh, there, there's also principalities. Uh, Ephesians 6 warns us about principalities. It warns us about the the demons, the the evil angels, right, the, that have fallen from grace, and, and, and they're in hot pursuit of you, and you're supposed to wake up every morning and, and put on your armor. I mean, who would go out to, to battle and to war with, with, without their, their shield or their helmet or their, their armor? Uh, you, you know, you don't see people going out in their, their shorts and tank top, right? No, because you, you see the clear present and imminent danger, and so you you gear up. You get ready. And that's why I say, if you really, really believe what the Bible's saying—that that there's a devil out there prowling like, prowling like a lion, and that there's principalities out there that are slinging flame, flaming missiles at you to to attack you—then then you would put on your your spiritual armor. You 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 would run. You you would wake up and and be ready to run. See the world's way is is all around us. It's not just the lion. I mean, there's there's other traps that are that are out there. Uh, there's the the empty philosophy and the ideology of the foolishness of, of the world that is out there attacking us on on a daily basis. And then I think about Brother Job, and if Brother Job doesn't scare you, then I don't know what will, because I'm venturing to say that Job was. A better person than you. He was better than me, and and, and if if Satan were to approach God today and say, you know, okay, let, let let's put somebody to the test. I do not think that God would say, go see Tony. Um, I, I I I aspire to be that man. I I hope to be that man, but but I don't think I would be that man. Job was that man. He he was amazing, and yet I shudder to think that Satan had the ability as the lion to to get permission to approach, to devour somebody. Frightening, absolutely frightening to think that that there is an opposition. There is a Satan. There is a devil. There are demons. There, there is a, a, a system of the world that's set up around us that doesn't require Satan to be under every rock. But is just a reality and a truth that there's a battle and we need to be running. We need to be running at Rainier Christian schools. One of the biggest challenges is, uh, as I mentioned before, is getting students to understand that they are in a race. They're, they're in a, they're in a race. And we, we one of our models is to press on, forget what's behind, looking forward to what lies ahead. And that this race is a marathon race, but you better get going. And then life is competition. There's competition where we're, we're competing against other people for spots in college. I mean, they only accept so many people. They only accept, you know, so many people on the job and you have to have qualifications and, and experience. And we live in a global economy now. And, and so you're not just competing against somebody from Seattle. You're, you're competing against the entire world for a job. I can't think of anything more competitive. You better get started running today because it's happening. The great lesson that I learned was that every morning, every morning of running actually begins every night. So all my mornings, every day begins the night before and I, and I plan out and I lay out my, my schedule and my plans and my ideas and I lay them out before. And I, you know, have all kinds of extra things that I do and plan for just in case. And so the night before I I set my agenda for, for the day. And then I pray over that list. Because the next morning, when I wake up and I go through my my list of, of giving God his honor, his glory, his respect, and his praise, then I get up and I start running. And I run and I run and I run as hard as I can. And then I fall asleep and I do it again. And God has given me this amazing life. Um, But it's a life of running. It's definitely a life of running. And sometimes you're the lion and sometimes you're the gazelle. But I will encourage you to keep running. Think again, Christian. You've been listening to Think Again, Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools and Tony Jamie. Rainier Christian Schools serves preschool through high school with three locations in the Renton, Maple Valley, Covington, Kent, and Auburn areas. For more information about Rainier Christian Schools, www.raniercsd.org or call four two five two five five seven two seven three. 7273